Welcome to the Balance Period Podcast, the show where we empower black entrepreneurs to prevent burnout, promote longevity, and create generational wellness as they build generational wealth. I am one of your hosts, Raymond Ashiel, aka Recovery Ray. And the bald sage. All right. So for today's episode, we're going to close out this month. It's been a lot that's been going on for us. We started out with sharing the pivot that we're making as an organization to focus our attention and energy on serving black entrepreneurs. We also had a couple black entrepreneurs come on the show, share their story, and offer up some of the ways that they invest in their wellness. So to close out this month of August, Nick and I are going to first do a mindful moment. We're going to check in with ourselves and with each other. Then we're going to talk about a little bit of the feedback that we got from the original episode that started off this month. And then we'll also be diving into a bit of research that came out from QuickBooks, a survey that they issued to start this year. And we'll talk about the results of that and some of the ways that we can leverage those results for our continued development in our well-being. So let's go ahead and kick things off with a mindful moment. I am going to count us through three rounds of just taking a deep breath. We're not going to do any counts for each one of these. We're just going to take three together. After the third, I'm going to prompt us to just breathe in our normal breathing pattern, and then I'll hand it over to Nick for a brief awareness exercise. So make sure that your posture is intentional. All right, I'm going to count us down three, two, one, and we'll get started. Three, two, one, take your first deep breath. And another. And one more. Continue to breathe in your normal breathing pattern. Take a few moments just to notice. Notice thoughts, emotions, sensations, whatever you want without judgment for a few breaths. Just notice. And thank you for joining us for this mindful moment. Mm. Yep. Thank you for that exercise there, Nick. I know we say it every time that we do one of these, but it is nice to just be for a little bit. All right. So. Let's go ahead and check in. Let's start with you. I'll throw it over to you. How are you feeling? You can take it from any direction, mentally, physically, spiritually. Just what's going on with you? Man, nothing much. Uh, we just got back from a beautiful trip to Denver. So we got to get out there and get on top of a mountain and explore a little bit. And honestly, now I'm just taking a lot of time to just reflect still. I mean, I'm always already do that, but a little more deeply now I had some experience out there at nighttime, being able to see the sky differently and walking and experiencing a different altitude and things like that. Just give me an opportunity to look at life from a different perspective. So now I just take the time to explore that and add that onto my journey. Gotcha. Gotcha. Anything in particular that you are doing, anything like any ways that you're looking to grow from where you are right now? Nah, 
I'm not really worried about growing, more so just experiencing. I try to look at it as just one experience to the next because I know at least with me, when I look at growth, at some point detriment comes into play. And so I've realized that by just taking it experience to experience, it just makes it more fun for me. Mm. I, I guess I can see that. That's That's interesting. Cool. What's going on with you? Yeah, I would say... I mean, yeah, like you were saying before, we got back from Colorado, which was nice. I enjoyed it. Got an opportunity to hang out with some family friends, ones that I know I really didn't know when I uh, was younger, just because we moved from Albuquerque, like right after I was born. But it was really cool just to be around like people that genuinely care about you, which is not that I'm not around that normally, but like... I feel like normally I don't associate that with someone that I hadn't met, but like being in their home, um, interacting with them, I just felt love present, which I was grateful that I got an opportunity to experience. And then, yeah, just being at a place, I should say, where there's a lot of moving pieces in my life. It's it definitely is feeling like it's time to just reset a little bit which I'm grateful that I will get an opportunity to do that this weekend. Um, So it'll be nice just to disconnect, just to reset and come back next week with a fresh perspective on where I am and what next month will look like for me personally and, you know, professionally with balance period. So, yeah, things have been good, though. I would say that I am at a state where I'm aware that rest is required. So. I will take that awareness and do with it as I see fit. Odds are I'll just like not have my my phone on or like have it on do not disturb during the day and just straight up relax um, and spend nice. some quality time with Kelly. So, Dope. all right. So to start the month, we had that episode just talking about the pivot that we're making as an organization to focus our efforts on serving black entrepreneurs and helping them align their lifestyle with them creating generational wellness as they build generational wealth. And in order just to learn about our current listeners perspective on that pivot, we reached out to a lot of individuals and asked for for feedback just so that we could gain a deeper understanding of where we currently sit in the market and, you know, learn from that and ultimately help us shape how we are presenting the information on the show and also how we're going about providing the service that we provide. And so I know that one of the pieces of feedback that we got was centered around us using the word empower in what we're saying that we are looking to do, especially with this platform. You know, it was a challenge to say, hey, like, can you reword this? Can you like use a different word other than empower? to describe what it is that you're doing for black entrepreneurs. And, you know, I took some time really to think about it and just to be like, well, like, can we? And then I was like, well, yeah, we could. Uh, But then I kind of went back to the moment that that was the word that was chosen to be used. And I was like, well, it was used intentionally a lot off of my own personal definition of what it means to empower someone. Um, But I also was able to take it back to an alternative definition of the actual word. And so I'll read that definition and then kind of make the connection there. But the 
alternative definition aside from to give someone the authority or power to do something is to make someone stronger and more confident, especially in controlling their life and claiming their rights. And so, man, I feel like that is definitely more aligned with the intention behind saying that we're here to empower black entrepreneurs to prevent burnout, promote longevity, and create generational wellness as they build generational wealth. It's saying, hey, like you have the power to do this. Um, There's space for you to do this. And what we're doing is providing you with resources, providing you with education and, you know, some accountability, if you so choose, to help you tap into the strength and the confidence that is there in you so that you can take control of your quality of life and claim the right that you have to live a happy, healthy, wholehearted life and pass that down to the next generation of your family as you are building generational wealth. And so I just wanted to to highlight that, to share that, um, and also to ask Nick, I know, I don't actually, I don't think I shared this with you prior to this episode, so this is new for you, but um, in thinking about uh, utilizing the word empower, um, what, what does that mean for you for us to, to utilize that as the way that we describe what we're looking to use this platform to do for the black entrepreneurs that we serve? I mean, I think it's a great descriptive word to use for what we're trying to do. My first thought to that critique, though, is just the context behind why that like what is the issue with the word empower? And that's why I try to figure out like there has to be a so, so, some sort of resistance situation with the word in the first place for there even to be something to say. Maybe we should try to use a different word or a different way to put it across, because if there is and we address that aspect, then a lot of other people lot of other people might have that same perspective and have opportunity to see it in a different light yeah and honestly i it wasn't a critique i would say it was just feedback i say that just because sometimes people hear the word critique and it's like it's trying to criticize what has has been said or been done but it was just feedback and in the context of the feedback it was like saying is are we saying we want to empower them or we are like providing space for them or like allowing them, you know, to to tap into, you know, this this strength or power that they that they have. Right. And so that was the context of it. I know I didn't share that piece of it, too. So, yeah, I saw it as an opportunity just to think a little differently about, you know, what I had naturally just said was and like, OK, this is what we're going to do. So I'm grateful for that feedback because it created space. It allowed me to sit and think about the intention behind using it and I'm grateful that uh, that individual provided that feedback because if not I wouldn't have taken time to do that Um, so thank you for that yeah so that's why we're using that word we'll continue to use it and as I said before I know my my personal definition of it is it's not just to inspire someone or to motivate someone to change, but it's a combination of providing this motivation and inspiration while also providing these, you know, tangible tools that the individual is able to use to then create that change in their lives, right? And so it's this, it's this, you know, wraparound service that is provided to say, hey, we'll help increase the belief you have in your ability to accomplish this and we'll give you the tools that you can use to get it done. So that's kind of the thought process behind how Balanced Period is going about empowering the black entrepreneurs that we continue to work with 
to improve their quality of life from the inside out. It's time to take your sustainable self-care system to another level. We partnered with Woot so you can get the latest and most advanced health and fitness wearable on the market for free. With the all-new Whoop 4.0, you will get the most accurate measurements of how the self-care habits you practice influence the quality of your life. You can finally take the guesswork out of deciding which self-care habits will actually help you feel good and function at your best. Visit join.whoop.com forward slash balance period and order your free Whoop 4.0 today. That's join.whoop.com dot com forward slash balance period enjoy the rest of the show all right now lastly for today's episode we just wanted to talk about some of the research that came out from quickbooks now quickbooks um, for those of you who own businesses quickbooks is a platform that pretty much helps with the accounting side so the financial aspect of one's business It helps you track all your purchases, um, invoice, all the things like that. But they provided a survey or sent out a survey to start the year. And they were able to pull some of that data and focus it in on just the black respondents of that survey. Now, for the majority of users, I would think they are business owners. And so in the survey, it said that there was over 35% of the responses and they kind of broke down between five different categories so the majority in this case was that the most important aspect of our well-being is our mental well-being and i know when i first saw that i was like this is awesome it's fantastic that there is a level of awareness in the entrepreneur space of the importance of one's mental well-being and so nick when you hear that for the first time that's where the majority of people place the importance um, of their well-being at was mentally what what comes to mind for you man it's gonna get easier for us to make money moving forward that's one of the first things that i think about (laughs) but uh overall no it's uh it's a good it's something really good to hear like it's good to know that something that we've been talking about for the past few years is now starting to become something that's more common and the more that it becomes common, the more that it will get talked about. And you and I know the benefits that come from having these talks. And so now we'll be able to see that trickle down into the community as time moves forward. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I agree, too. We'll be able to make more money because we'll, <laughs> we'll be more clear minded. We'll make more wise decisions um, that will help our businesses grow for sure. Now, there was a kind of a follow up piece of data that came from this, too. And it was centered around self-care. So I figured it was something that would be nice for us to add to this conversation. But it said 63% said that self-care is important. I, too, was like, this is fantastic. It's great that they're saying this. Now, but this is something that we have found to be the case amongst black entrepreneurs as it pertains to them actually practicing self-care. And it said about a third of those respondents said that, They can't practice self-care, though. So you have this space where you're identifying that it's important, but then you're saying that you can't practice it. And now I know for me and from what I've seen, a lot of times that's tied to someone's time. They're like, I don't have the time to practice self-care. And so, Nick, I'll throw it over to you first, but let's kind of talk about some of the mindset shifts that can be done or a mindset shift that can be done 
for an individual that may be listening. They own their own business. They're aware that self-care is important, but they feel like they can't practice it or that they don't have enough time to practice self-care in their lives. Um, I know one group of people in that spectrum might be the ones who feel like people always tell them like, oh, you should practice self-care, you should practice self-care. So it feels like that is something like another task that they have to add on to themselves. And so one way to get past that first is just to be honest with yourself. Like I'm really big on just like being brutally honest with myself. That's one thing I recommend to people and be like, I don't want to do this. I don't like this is not something that I want to do for myself right now. I don't personally see the value in it and being okay with having that perspective. Because it is in that perspective that you now create the allowance for you to see maybe that exact same thing that you could do for yourself from a different perspective. And now it might be more valuable because the things outside of us don't change. It's us that changes and we see the things outside of us differently. So if you look at something one way, you can see it another way. It just takes time and steps to get to that point. Mm -hmm. For sure. And definitely to feed off that just a little bit, just because what you were saying at the end there, that option that we have to see things from a different perspective. I think if we are understanding and are focusing our attention on being teachable, right, having this high willingness to learn, along with having a high willingness to accept change and our ability to see things that may be happening in our lives from a different perspective, I believe is enhanced. So thank you for making that point. For sure, because that is huge in shifting your mind in to saying, hey, just because I thought I didn't have enough time yesterday doesn't mean that, A, that was the case and B, that that has to continue on for me moving forward. So definitely. Yeah. And I would say the first thing I would recommend is auditing this word can't for yourself. And not just in this context, but any context, if you're utilizing that word, really think about why. And I would challenge you to change that can't to how can I, and then fill in the blank. So in this case, how can I practice self-care and then giving yourself the space to, you know, figure out what that looks like for you. So swapping out can't for how can I, honestly, I learned that from Robert Kiyosaki's book. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I believe that's the first time I heard that one. So just swapping it out. That's a quick thing that that you can give a try and see what options come up for you in practicing self-care. Another aspect of making a shift, I think, falls in understanding what self-care looks like for you, like what actually helps refill your cup. And definitely um, highlighting what Nick said, being honest with yourself in that right? To say like, what actually helps me feel better? What actually helps me feel good so I can function at my best? I feel like a lot of times, and I know this happened in my experience too, the things that I would say, oh, this is self-care. It really didn't help me feel better. Like I really didn't feel more refreshed after I did it. And that was something that I had to be honest with myself about and then make adjustments to what self-care looked like for me so that I was able to show up in my business at a high level and be able to create generational wellness along my journey. So just wanted to share that too. Now, we were just talking about kind of a a mindset shift in the practicing of self-care, but in taking it back to us understanding that our mental well-being as a black entrepreneur is important, 
Nick, what recommendation would you give to an individual who is like, okay, I'm aware that it's important. Now, what can I do to promote my mental well-being? Like, what is something that I can incorporate into my my personal and professional life to do that? Man, so oftentimes when I know when I'm asked this question, I always try to give like one specific thing that they can just add into their life and do. What I realize is for a lot of people, that thing is just not going to fit for them. So the advice that I would give is to get curious about it, like get curious about your self-care, about your emotional intelligence, about your overall wellness to the point that you start to do research. You start to experiment with yourself. You get to know yourself because in the end, that's what the journey really is. You're getting to know yourself. And I think that by getting curious, you create one of the best atmospheres for you to do that. So I'd say get curious about your journey. So give that a try. Mm. Yeah, get curious. That's that's really fantastic because I think long term, if you choose to get curious, I think long term you'll naturally become more mindful because yeah. curiosity is such a pivotal aspect of mindfulness. That's pretty cool. I didn't even think about it like that. Thank you, Nick. We just tell people to get curious. Always. Don't don't practice. I'm not going to say don't practice mindfulness. I highly recommend you do. But if you're like, I don't want to, fine, just get curious. <laughs> that's it. Get curious. Start there. <laughs> okay. And so, yeah, I'm going to tell you um, or give you a recommendation of something to do. I know, Nick, I don't want to tell you. No, I got I got something for you. OK, um, let's say I'm, I'm let's do it in two words. Consistent sleep. Mm. Consistent sleep. Man, I'm telling you, if you want to improve the quality of your mental health, get consistent sleep. Why do I say start there? Because that's when our bodies and minds were designed to heal and recover themselves. Our minds were designed to process difficult emotions, to reset itself, essentially. And when we are not getting consistent sleep, we're not getting high-quality sleep. And when our sleep quality is not very high, then our brain capacity isn't as high as it could be. So we literally are starting the day at a deficit mentally, but then expecting to improve our mental well-being during the day when we're starting out at a deficit. So I think that focusing your energy on getting higher quality sleep and what I found to help with that is getting consistent sleep and what science has found to help with that is getting consistent sleep, then that's where I would say start because your ability to improve the quality of your mental and emotional well-being, of maintaining the optimal function of your mental health is going to be dependent upon your sleep quality so all right i think that's it let me look at the list over here yeah i think we got everything checked off yeah another thing that i'll say i didn't talk about it before but tapping into the balance blueprint i think will be beneficial for wherever you are on your journey um, one of the aspects of the workbook itself is to literally help you not only identify what fills your cup, which is something that we talked about earlier, but it also helps you create a plan around doing what will fill your cup consistently. And so visit shop.balanceperiod.com. You can get yourself one of the Balance Blueprint workbooks um, and also check out our customized wellness plans, too. Because if you want a little more accountability and if you want a deeper dive into 
how the habits you're currently practicing are influencing your quality of life and then some of the adjustments that you can make to improve your quality of life over time, getting one of those customized wellness plans will help you do that. So I just wanted to make sure that I highlighted those two things before we ended off today's show. So Nick, anything that you want to add to what we've talked about or just leave everyone with today? As always, be kind to yourself. It's a journey and get curious. Cool. And for me, we're unable to fill anyone else's cup if our cup is empty. So be sure to prioritize time for your self-care. Make sure that you are putting yourself in a position to learn and grow and to develop your sustainable self-care system. Lastly, you don't have to be perfect to be great. So be patient with yourself and be kind to yourself as you travel along this journey of creating generational wellness. Remember, all you have to do in order to be the change that you want to see in your family and in your community is to get started, which you're doing right now by listening to this show, and to keep going. So thank you all once again for tuning into this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. We look forward to having you tune in next week for our next show. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If this was your first time listening, welcome. We ask that you listen to three episodes of the show and pull out one thing that you learn from each to incorporate into your daily lives. If you are a returning listener, we appreciate your continued support. As you know, all we ask is that you take something that you learn from today's episode and use it to continue to develop your sustainable self-care system. For both new and long-time listeners, there's one more thing that we ask. Don't just take what you learn to improve your quality of life. Share this show with one other person so they can do the same. Lastly, be sure to prioritize time each day to pause, breathe, and remember that you are whole and you are enough. And you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. Enjoy the rest of your day.